Welcome to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bianyage, and today I'm here with special guest Dominique Lemoyne. Yes. Lemoyne, I said that right? Cool. From Alamode. Alamud. Alamode. Alamode. Okay. I'm butchering it already. Good. Good job, Ashley. So, uh, welcome. Thank you. Rest <laughs> assured, I would have butchered your last name if you hadn't said it just now. That's true. There you go. <laughs> Good. I feel better. No one can pronounce it. So, uh, what is Ala Mud Mode? <laughs> it is a band of music. Um, we're a four piece and we write pop, what we call heart pop music. Um, it's very sensey, which is a word I'm trying to incorporate into my vocabulary. <laughs> I heard Begonia say it this weekend at Harvest Moon and I was like, I love that. Ooh, what does that mean? Sensitive, but it's like the shorthand, so it's all cool. Anyway, uh, okay, whatever. It's rad. Yeah, it's <laughs> rad. Sure. All right. Uh, and why heart pop? Why? Why? Um, because the songs are pretty much like emotionally based content, like things talking a lot about situations and people and how that makes you feel and that kind of coming out with the music. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just kind of what happens naturally with my songwriting. So someone once said heart pop, and I quite like that. Yeah, and I like that. Like you can use like the imagery of hearts. On yeah. your like album covers and stuff, if you wanted to, uh, it's just, I don't know. That's I like that t- too. I wish I wrote more heart stuff so I can call my music that. Mm. So who is in um, in the band along with yourself? Okay, this is a bit of a confusing question. Um, right <laughs> now, the people that are in the band are myself, Ava, Eric, and Natalie. 
Um, we're all going to go on tour together and play some music together. We played Harvest Moon this weekend, which was really fun. Um, but previously, like the photos we have online and the shows we've played so far were, were with Joel, Nicole, Andy, and Alexi. So it, there's been a complete changeover for various reasons. It just kind of worked out that way. And I feel like we can definitely make the best of that. Actually, I think it's it's cool. I like the new band. I like the old band. It's just time. It's just based on circumstance, circumstances. You had to switch, and that's that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So how is how is the new group getting along? Uh, good. It's great. What's really nice about it is that two of the members are very close. They live together and they're dating. Close. <laughs> <laughs> they're very close. <laughs> and then the other one is really good friends with the two of them, and um. I know the other one, Ava, the most because I've been good friends with her older brother for a long time. And she was always like the little sister. So it's nice to get to know her as her own little badass person, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Nice. Um, yeah. And getting to know Eric and Natalie better is cool, too. I've known them for a long time, a little bit as well. So who, who plays what? Uh, I play keys and I sing lead vocals. Ava plays electric guitar and a million pedals and mm-hmm. she sings backups. And Eric plays drums and Natalie plays bass. And everybody does a little bit of backup vocals okay all right so i just heard keys and my like antenna is just like whoop. is that what you play uh, yeah that's what i play cool um so what's your training uh Do i took i took classical piano lessons starting at the age of grade two what is that like eight years old or something i don't know something like <laughs> I that don't know. whatever grade two <laughs> a while <laughs> yeah a long time ago yeah. um and then i kind of stopped when i became a teenager and lost control and stuff like that and then i but I've always loved music, and I decided that I should probably go to university at one point. So I've been taking, I've been in music school at CMU for the last four years, taking the semester off and finishing it off next semester, hopefully. Mm-hmm. If I have time. Just a general degree, or do you have a uh, music degree? So I've been training. Yeah, I mean, like general music or uh, performance, or. Um, well, I kind of changed. I wasn't sure. I didn't declare my major for a long time. I'm actually doing an arts degree with a major in music now because mm-hmm. just to finish my degree sooner, actually just like a three-year yeah, degree. Nice. Um, but I went in there for piano and became interested in composition, actually, which was really fun. Me too. Really? Yeah. yeah. I would love to be a composer, like a real Same. one. Same. It's so cool. cool. Yeah. And actually, t- I'm just t- talk about me. I'm taking, I'm taking a jazz theory class this year. Oh, I'm really loud. I got really excited. Um, I'm taking a jazz theory class uh, this year. And I'm learning all that and incorporating that in my composition. Sorry, but, but this is about you. I just no, no, really, no. Please tell me. No, that's all I have to say. It's oh, just cool. jazz, jazz theory and I'm learning nice. about Nice. Oh, jazz theory is like so complex, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's weird. I didn't take that one. But um, but everyone else in my band is or jazz. You have Brandon music students. Okay. Which is really interesting because then we have a bit of a jazz flavor, which is kind of something. The, the, new, the new band? The new one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to ask you, have you... So you've noticed a difference in the sound since you've had sort of rollover, I guess. Is a rollover? I don't know. Sure, yeah. Rollover. Sure. Yes, a little bit. I mean, what's really cool is that um, for the album, like we were all working on it for like a year, those songs, and we decided to record. And those arrangements, you know, we worked on them together for a long time, and then they were ready to go. And the new band members are actually learning those arrangements, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So... In that way, it's similar, but at the same time, like people's styles are so different. You can play the exact same notes, but you'll phrase it differently, or yep. you know, your guitar has a different tone, or your bass. And the, I mean, drumming is so unique to the person. So the drumming is probably pretty different. 
uh, the old drummer Joel had like the best fills. They were so funny and awesome. <laughs> I can't really describe them. They're just like the cartoon or something. I really what was a fill. I feel like it's like um you know when you're playing just like a drum beat and then you go like do 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 like you okay. do like a, that's yeah, yeah, a fill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did okay. them this way. I thought it was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Sorry and funny. Um, the new drummer has more like a, I guess more like a jazzy feel sort of um Mm -hmm. a little i don't know how to describe it but it was it's something that i was actually sort of interested in hearing what it would sound like with their music so i've been pretty happy with it so far okay nice um so it's gonna get i would love to talk more about but i have to ask about the song we would have started with um total doom Mm, yeah what what is that song about i was listening to it earlier oh yeah i love it um (laughs) but like what what is that about other than Total Doom. It's a it's a true story. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's just funny because at Harvest Moon, I told the person that it was about. They were at the set, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this song is about them. And I went up to him and his girlfriend. I was like, hey, the first song in our set is about you. After we did the songwriting camp together, I had a huge crush on you, and I got home and wrote this song anyways. It's called Total Doom, so uh, we're going to play it. Hope you like it. And oh. it was so freaking awkward. It was like horrible oh no why would you tell him <laughs> i just wanted to be honest or something okay. i thought he would think it was funny i thought yeah. you know and mm-hmm. he, i think he i don't know it was really awkward <laughs> oh great that's wonderful so that's what that was about um i'm just thinking about the lyrics now and i'm like mm, okay that's a great thing to tell someone before you start singing know, about it. No, my problem is. that's okay that's fine you know what i feel like we're gonna connect on an awkward <laughs> level because that's like me right now i'm actually writing a song about someone that um over the summer to deal with and I'm just like I wonder if I would ever tell them that, mm-hmm. that this song especially this one line um, I'm not going to say it because it's, it's a working song but it's like, I wonder like what would I do if I told that person that this song was about them because it's not a nice song Oh, like I'm pretty sure the title is going to be called Dirty Animal uh, so yeah <laughs> I'm <laughs> wondering if I should tell them <laughs> anyway um, I'll take your story into mind when I think about that but keep in mind that it will probably be very awkward <laughs> mm-hmm. so um that sound in that song is that that's kind of like the synthy, very like I think like psychedelic. Is that kind of like a theme throughout the the new album? A little bit, I would yeah. say psychedelic, in a way throughout. Not really intentionally, but mm-hmm. I can see how people would say that about it. Just like the chord progressions and stuff are yeah. kind of wacky sometimes. And yeah, there's a lot of synth. I love it. I honestly love that synth sound. I'm like, I need to learn how to do that because that sounds really cool. Um, was is that was that your intention to kind of go for this kind of futury sound with your music? Always no. How did that happen? It just did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> like the beginning of that song. Mm. Uh, there's like that very synthy sound. That was just like that was actually my bandmate Alexi's idea. He's like, let's try this thing where we take like the the melody during the like chorus of the song and chop it up at the beginning and we tried it and it just worked yeah i remember i thought my my volume was like messed up i'm like what oh okay oh okay that's oh because really it cool. cuts out yeah right and uh, i guess on my on my computer i was just like what's happening but those i that's a really cool effect good cho- good choice on that alexi is the name alexi yeah yeah cool agreed all right so uh how is um this is a new band how is um getting together and like figuring out like practice times how is that working with like a new band what's that transition like oh we're doing our best mm-hmm. uh natalie is a touring musician as a career right now so she's around maybe a third of the time and we just try to practice when we can 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's that like to have someone that's a big part of the band not? Uh, it's been great because she has been practicing on her own time. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying because we don't actually like her. It's great to like not have her around. <laughs> no, we like uh, her. Uh, that's good. No. Um. So you're the main uh, songwriter in the band. Yeah, I'm the okay. only songwriter. Oh, the only songwriter. Control okay. freak. That's okay. Um, that's good. Um, what is a songwriting process like for you? Or what is your songwriting process? I know it probably is different for each song, like everyone else. But yeah. Well, for me, it is actually pretty much always the same. Oh, really? Great. Yeah. Good. So what is it? <laughs> for me, the only thing that's ever worked, I don't think I've ever finished a song that wasn't done in this way, is uh, sitting down and writing, like knowing what the song's going to be about, more or less. Sometimes it kind of happens as it, it shapes itself but as far as the actual like songwriting practically uh i write the melody the chords and the lyrics at the same time because i find that they influence each other really mm-hmm. a lot and kind of if i don't have you know a harmonic idea might come first and then influence the feeling that i want to put into the lyrics next and that's the only way that's ever worked for me personally okay maybe i should try that hmm. um what uh, that, you do, you do all of it together. But what do you think is more important, the, a strong melody or a strong vocal lyric line? I don't know. I mean, classical music is awesome, and there's no lyrics, and there's lots of good instrumental music, not just classical. Mm-hmm. But I do think that good lyrics for a song, because songs are based around the text. Yeah, I think that a strong text is kind of necessary because without it, it seems like there isn't a substance if you don't know what the song's about. But sometimes that can be cool. So I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. really have that's okay. Much that's of an answer. I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering what, like, what you think is what more. What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough question. Yeah, it is. Like I find that lyrics can mean so much more with a strong melody line. But I've heard so many good songs that the melody line is just like a third jumping around over and over again. And the lyrics are just so beautiful that it the melody I'm not really focusing on the melody so I guess it really yeah. does depend on the song yeah um when they work together though it's just like ah. yeah so Classic. you know whatever um so uh, this show is to pr- uh, promote the upcoming um album release which is happening at the times changed uh, September 29th uh called it's called Perfection Salad why Perfection Salad <laughs> um well, my partner slash producer, Riley, and me were talking about album art. We just tend to talk about like all the parts of the album together because we were both interested in that. And he had the idea of doing like a close-up on a salad of some sort, um, which I thought was cool because... You obviously I, love food. I really, really do. And yeah. I, have, I actually have a lot of songs, not necessarily on this album, just maybe one, the French one, that, have, that mention food, which is kind of a weird thing to do in a song. It's not that like romantic or sentimental but anyways Mm -hmm. um so that was kind of a cool idea but couldn't quite think of the right thing and then I was looking up like retro food art like you know like 70s and 60s weird shots of food Mm -hmm. and this perfection salad image was like one of the ones and I was saving photos on my computer and this one night I was just like really sad for some reason and looking and just thinking and then it just like came to me like perfection salad the image and the name I love it and then the more I thought about it, the more it sort of fit because of the process of making the album, like the 
you want it to be so perfect. And I don't know, I'm kind of a perfectionist. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of ridiculous to try to create a perfection salad. Like a salad can't... Perfection salad is like this... uh, Have you heard of that? No. It's weird. It was actually super popular for like 70 years from like the 1900s on. Okay. Um, And it's like a jello salad that was the the perfect housewife food because it was a salad that was in control of itself. What does that mean? Uh, like it's not falling all over. It's like presented oh, and yeah, molded. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures right now. Okay. It looks disgusting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We made one for the album cover yeah. and left it at my friend's house and they ate it. Ew. There was like shrimp and Yeah. Like I'm saying like people who aren't like obviously listening on the radio or on the podcast can't see what I'm looking at. But honestly, just like open your phone for a second and Google perfection salad. It's like that. Like it looks like jello and like those weird like angel cake. Top, yeah. Like molds. same molds. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not like a cake. It's like a salad it's or food. Ju- yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, so why did you pick that? Uh, well, I like the name. Like, I think it's got mm-hmm. a cool ring to it. Um, like I said, the process of making the album, the perfection thing. And also just because the album is about life, just like any album, I guess. And life is not perfect. It's like the opposite. So it's kind of an ironic title in a way. Okay. Yeah. I, I I think that's very clever and like a la mode so you can put ice cream on it. And right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you and food works. It works. I like that. That's clever. Um, so what was the kind of process with making this this album? Uh, well, we worked on the songs for about a year. And then when we decided to record, chose eight songs. And then we did some pre-production and then went into the studio a few times at Private Ear. Um, and we laid down the tracks individually for the most part. We did drums and bass first and then everything separate and just tweaked everything forever and ever and everything fell behind. <laughs> and we just got the masters back like this weekend oh. and it's getting printed hopefully this week and it hopefully. will be at our album release show on the 29th. Okay. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. And how did you pick those eight songs? Just the eight strongest, the ones that we like the most. And I never really asked this before because I never really thought about it. Like, how do you pick an order for those songs? Like, what makes what works for you that you're like, okay, this song has to go next after this one? Yeah, for this one, I have to say the the order just kind of, again, it just kind of came to me, which is kind of weird to say. But I just thought about it and let it stew. And then I was like, this is the perfect order for these songs because, like, thematically, they're kind of grouped. And then there's also the flow of, like tempo and I don't know it just uh it just made the most sense I wanted to group them thematically though so that songs that are about being sad in the summer are together and songs that are love songs are together and other stuff are together I don't know okay that makes sense yeah um interesting and this is your first official album Mm -hmm. I know they did an EP I'm someone's creeping your page right now just like because I don't remember anything right um Yes, the first EP. First full-length album. Full-length album, yeah. Why did you decide to do a full-length album rather than another EP? Um, I was convinced that it was a good idea to just go for a full album. I didn't really want to at first, but now I'm really glad because for all the work that it is and also for the songs that we had worked on, I'm really glad that we were able to record them. And, yeah, it's just kind of more exciting to have a full album coming out. Mm-hmm. Nice. And what is your favorite song on the album so far? I don't know. I've had a tough time choosing a single. Um, so then why'd you pick Total Doom? Because it's really catchy okay. and fun. And P- 
people recommended that to me, sort of. I do like that one. I like the arrangement, I guess. Okay, yeah, me too. Good. Awesome. Okay, that's fair. Um, Did you go for funding for this album? Yeah, we got some support from MFM, which was super awesome. Thank you, MFM. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're the best. Um, and what's the process for that? What makes it, what's, What is the process of making the decision, okay, we're going to go for funding? How do you know what – I don't know I don't know anything about funding, so I don't know what that process is. Why did you decide to go for funding? Because I need the money. <laughs> Couldn't have afforded it otherwise, really. As a student and farmer <laughs> – musician yeah, okay. no farmer did you say yeah okay you're a farmer yeah in the summers okay, okay. Yeah. oh cool oh, nice um so then you can, can can go touring in the summer i guess it's flexible um okay. it's, well i mean we haven't toured in the summer yet but we could potentially if okay. i was still working there and we wanted to tour cool that's uh, cool. but yeah for the funding just decided to apply because we needed extra help and filled out a grant application and worked really hard on it and we're what's lucky it, what's it like to fill out a grant application it's a lot of work it's a lot of, what do you what do, if for people who are listening maybe are interested in mm. applying grants such as myself yeah. what kind of information should they have prepared before they write a, a grant well you have to have a business registered you need sort of some pieces in place you, i think the best thing to do is look at what you need um get to the point where you have everything that you need to like to qualify and then talk to Manitoba Music and or MFM and get some help to fill it out because the jury will be looking for very specific things. Mm. So if you don't know what that <clears throat> those things are, which you can't really know unless someone tells you, uh, the jury might not see what they want to see on there. So definitely ask for help. Ask for help, especially doing it like, the first time. I yeah. always have people who are interviewing who've done it. Like if you need help, I can I know everything. I'm like all right, good. I'll <laughs> keep that in mind for when I, if I ever do that. Probably won't, though. Um, so you're going to be doing your... I'm going to reiterate it. Uh, you're going to do your album release of Perfection Salad at the Times Changed. Uh, it's Thursday, September 29th. It's $10 uh, cover at the door. Um, darn, I was going to say about that. Anyway, so your opener is Willa Wyatt. Yes. I don't know who that is. Who is that? Um, she used to lead the band New Soft Shoe, who played like five shows and was like the best band ever. Um, her new lineup is, it's still her songs, uh, but she's playing as a three-piece. It's a little bit more of a country feel, but it's kind of like more like 60s pop songwriting, but also some country vibe. It's uh-huh. really interesting. It's interesting. It doesn't really justify it. It's like really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Natalia is a busy lady. She has her own line of... Uh, jewelry and stuff like this leather choker she makes she does leather work and um she also has a baby family so she doesn't have a lot of time for music but she should do it at some point because she's very good yeah maybe yeah one day when she's got everything figured out um no pressure tally but (laughs) you should do that if you're listening make sure you drop everything and become a (laughs) full-time musician and tour the world i'm sure you'll just follow her go with her oh yeah yeah that'd be so good let's tour together let's yeah do it yeah there you're welcome my idea for you um Thanks, so, you're welcome. <laughs> so anyway uh we're gonna take a little break in a second um we're gonna listen to dreamy day in july what, i love alliteration so dreamy day and, and july has like a j kind of sounds true. like true it's a little bit of alliteration yep um i'm assuming that's one of the sad songs in summer you're talking about yes yeah what uh why is it sad it's just about uh, when you f- are overcome with, like, the empty sadness that is inside because you're, like, the song's about, like, going to the beach with your friends and then you're just, like, 
you don't have the distractions of everyday life and all of a sudden you're just so sad and all you want to do is cry and there's not really any good reason for it and I don't know maybe that's just how I feel <laughs> but when you go to the beach yeah I've, I've had that I've had that feeling before I don't know about at the beach but um just like it's a beautiful day and then you're like something's wrong with me yeah uh, exactly okay yeah. the way you described it was way shorter and better yeah because I, <laughs> I have tons of experience <laughs> with that feeling apparently <laughs> but that makes sense and um so this song i'm i haven't heard it yet we're gonna listen to it right now uh, well not right now but we're gonna listen to it right now uh we're gonna take a break and talk about stuff um but yeah everyone who's listening this is the winnipeg music project on 101.5 ufmf let me try that again. 101.5 UMFM. My name is Ashley Vignage. We are here with Dominique Lemoyne. Lemoyne? Yes. I'm going to say it wrong. And Ella Mud. Sure. Mud. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. What's no. wrong with me? It's because it's the francophone that's like throwing me off. Mm. Uh, and now we are going to listen to Dreary, Dreamy Day in July. 10 o'clock light through the curtain.
everyone. Welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bianyash. I am still here with Dominique Lemoyne from A La Mode. Yes. Yes. Good. I'm getting better. Uh, we just finished listening to a new song from the upcoming album that's being released on July... Not July. September 29th. This song was July. <laughs> Dreamy Date in July. That's why I got confused. Not because I'm having a stroke. Uh, that was a great song. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Uh, <laughs> just glad you enjoyed it so much. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, uh, let's just move on from that. I actually haven't heard the song yet. <laughs> I will listen to it and I'm sure I'm going to love it. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. We're, ta- we're on the break. We're talking about, um, I was giving you life advice as your obvious, um, um, I don't know what the word is but you should be listening to me of all people. Uh, we just met like probably half an hour ago. Uh, what are some stresses of performing? Let's just change the topic. Stresses of to performing. Mm. I used to have a lot more of them than I do now. Um, I used to not enjoy singing very much. That was a big stressor <laughs> as a singer in a band. But I have gotten in touch with uh, my voice more and more, so that's less of a stress. What does that mean? Uh, like getting in touch with my voice, mm-hmm. just the physical awareness of like it coming from my diaphragm and coming out in certain ways and projecting at the front of my mouth and just like knowing the different like the sounds. Part. The okay. technique, yeah. Just mm-hmm. like I've been driving to my work at a farm a lot, as I mentioned, the farming yeah. thing. And I'm on the highway like, you know, an hour and a half or whatever. So I will just like scream sing the whole time to get my voice stronger because I don't naturally oh. have a very loud voice at all. So okay. that's been super helpful. I do that in my bathroom. I oh, have an apartment. Resonant. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Apparently it's really good to do that in the shower because of the steam. It You won't damage your vocal cords. Oh, really? So I'm doing something right. <laughs> oh, great. I'm not just crazy. Awesome. What are some other stresses that you no longer deal with apparently? Well, some of them I don't as much. Like, I mean... Stage fright is a thing. I used to sort of try to suppress it, and it would make my body shake a lot, including my hands and my voice, which was a problem as a Your vocalist. Vocalist, yeah. even when I was like a backup singer in other bands and stuff. Um, but now I still do get that rush or whatever for an hour or two coming up. My body is very aware of what's coming up and how I have to be very present and on the spot and that people will be paying attention. But I just sort of allow it to like course through my body really fast and just it it actually sort of helps in a way because it keeps you really present because you're so self-aware. You're so aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I, I can feel that feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're handling it well and you're you're, you're using it to your, to your uh, advantage, I guess, now. I'm trying to. Yeah. yeah. OK. I, I like the the adrenaline I get like. With Good. performing classical music, I hate it because I hate performing classical music in front of people who like, because usually the classical community is a little snobbish. Um, and it's just so complex to play. Yeah, you can make it, a million mistakes so easily. And just like playing a note a certain way, you can play it incorrectly, which is, I find it very stressful. Uh, I'm not saying all, I just want to clear that not all classical people are snobs. I'm just saying <laughs> there are some in there. In, in all genres, there are. But in classical music, growing up with that, I just like, I have like a negative like reaction There's to it. There's a history of it. Yeah. Thank you for agreeing with me. It's kind of true. But with my own music, like, I can make mistakes, and for the most part, no one would know, and it's my music. I'm the one that knows it the best, so I know when I'm playing a, a note the way I want it to be played, and there is that obvious adrenaline from, like, I want to do a good job and, and do well, but there's also that, like, kind of confidence, like, this is me, this is my music, 
Right. And, um, I'm assuming that's how you're feeling. Yeah, but I didn't feel that way when I was your age. Okay. At 22, definitely mm-hmm. not, only more recently. So that's really cool that you okay. have figured oh, that out. Cool, great. I'm cool. Um, I'm cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I'm starting to get to the point that I remember where I'm losing my mind, uh, so I might need your help to keep me on track. Right. Um, what was I talking about? Um, you asked, we were talking about just like um, stressors. stressors on stage, performance, anxieties and that kind of thing mm-hmm. you you always want to do a good job and there's always the danger of that not happening but yeah. you just kind of have to have fun in the end I guess mm-hmm. and try to be connected to your bandmates <coughs> and to the audience without worrying what they're thinking if that makes any sense no that makes sense like you, you care but then you don't really care you shouldn't really care um what is um what is it like to perform and write music in French it is a little bit of a different feel. I think like mm-hmm. a, a language has its own history and even just like the aesthetic of it, the sound of it is so different. Yeah. Like so writing in French, I usually write in French based on circumstances. Um, if I'm around a lot of French people and I'm thinking more, having more thoughts in French at that time of my life or even like you associate language to certain situations depending uh, okay, let me rephrase. So, like, if you speak more than one language, you have thoughts in different languages. If you're thinking about a circumstance where you would usually speak Spanish or whatever, then your thoughts will automatically switch to that, and you might not even notice. Apparently, that's how that works. It's an asso- associative thing. Okay. So, I guess with the songwriting, there's some of that. I have no idea if this is making any sense. No, that makes sense to me. I don't okay. care what anyone else says. It makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, good. Um, okay. So do, do you think in French regularly or is it English? Mostly you? English because most of my life is in English. Most of my friends are Anglophone, um, but my family is Francophone, although we have gotten into the habit of speaking in English more and more because we are all in situations where we are uh, just like around English people more than anything. Yeah. But yeah, my Franco friends, sometimes we speak French. We usually speak Franglish the most. Mm-hmm. It's like alternating like really fast. Yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah, so I think my thoughts reflect that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. So, um, I haven't heard a song that you sing in French. Do you only sing in French throughout the entire song, or is it? Yeah, actually, there are two songs on the album that are in French. Okay, um, completely in French. Yeah. Okay, um, in your oh. album release, will you have like English translations inside like a book or something inside of it? So people will no, know, or just leave it like a mystery. I would love to do that, actually, but it's just... It's expensive. Ex- exactly. To have, a, like, a book like that. Like, I, I don't pressure you anything. Yep. Like, oh, no, what have I done? I forgot to... Don't worry about that. But I'm just, like... I I, just, I speak French, but not very well, so don't talk to me in French. But um, I just think it's really interesting. Like, I, I've actually written some lyrics in, in French, but I was wondering, as, like, a Francophone, like, what... Have you thought about just, like, throwing it all in? Like, whatever, like... Like, in Franglish, or whatever you... Franglais, or whatever the word is... Um, do you write songs like that? Like, were you I English? I haven't. There is one song on the album that has one phrase in English within everything else being in French, just because, you know, like, how there's, li- like, slang and, like, little phrases that we use that, like, say the thing we want to say perfectly, and sometimes that doesn't exist in the other in another language. Yeah. That's often the case. The perfect phrase only exists in, like, one language. So that happens, like, once mm-hmm. in a song called En Coq and Fois. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's the phrase in English? It's well. It's, it's actually just I'm doing it again. 
Oh, okay. There's no nothing in French that would work. Well, I guess that's not really the greatest example. That's no, I mean, but that, 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 like I feel like that would really catch somebody who have like that one in English, and I yeah, think that would work. and it just it has a more of an immediacy, I think, maybe than the French equivalent would have, and mm. that's what happens at that point in the song is it goes from being kind of like a ballady thing to like a more intense chorus, and the first line of the chorus is, I'm doing it again. So it's just kind of to accentuate it, I guess. Mm, okay, very cool. Nice. I'm excited to hear that when that comes out. Um, so do you uh, have any advice for beginners who, not necessarily francophones, but um, people who are starting to like maybe create a band or are maybe really into the idea of hard pop and want to start doing stuff like that and using synth in their music, what advice would you have for someone like that? Ooh. I don't know. I'm a wreck. Um, do you mean <laughs> Do you mean like musically or like professionally? Whatever comes to mind. Okay. Well, musically, uh, I would say just like learn who you are and what comes to you naturally musically and explore that. I really prefer music that's like that than like trying to be a specific genre too much. I think it's really important to be true to yourself. So I would say exploring that and just like writing a ton of songs and developing your own style is really cool. Finding good people to work with is really important. Like like like-minded individuals who care as much as you do. Um, Professionally, I would say just like get out there and meet people is a great way to get started. Network, go to shows, Mm -hmm. meet the people that you like, that you want to work with now or in the future and make start making connections and don't rush it also you know things happen when you're ready yeah no totally that makes sense don't try to just do it all at once um that i totally agree with that taking your time i find that some mm. people feel like they need to rush and like yeah and like i sometimes will feel panicked i like i have to do this now i have to do this same. now i have to do this now like why oh yeah same like i'm saying that but like i feel like i'm always like let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go if like everything all the time in life including music so mm-hmm say as I do as I say not as I do exactly yeah, yeah. good is there like a friend and not related to the interview but is there like a French equivalent for that saying nah, not that I can think of okay I just thought like well that's it. you're French <laughs> whatever uh I'm just really excited that you're French um so what is your proudest accomplishment as a musician whoa I don't know why that question made me feel nervous oh sorry <laughs> I just got like my <laughs> butterflies in my stomach sorry. um I don't know Oh, I just don't know. I I mean, I'm proud of certain songs and also compositions uh, that I've written for school. Um, I'm proud of, I mean, it's always a nice thing when somebody tells you that they've connected with it or if somebody writes like a nice blog post thing about it. I guess, okay, no, I know. The, the thing I'm most proud of is actually this album, this Perfection Salad album. I feel like it's... It, everything in my life so far kind of it's uh, a really big deal for me personally because mm-hmm. there's older songs and newer songs and it's you know the journey of everything has contributed to this and it was a lot of work and I've worked with a lot of different people in the different aspects of it like the art and the promotion and the uh, all kinds of stuff so mm-hmm. it means a lot I guess Oh, that's totally fair. How did you, you said it's a lot of work, and I, I totally get that it's a lot. How do you balance doing all of that while working and being in school? Like, how do you balance everything? 
I'm kind of a workaholic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just keep going. And sometimes I sacrifice sleep. It's not really the greatest thing. So that's why I'm saying, like, take your time and make sure to plan ahead and give yourself more time than you need because you don't want to have four jobs and be releasing an album. But let's not talk about that right now. You have four jobs? Yeah. You well, don't talk about it, but I kind of want to talk about it. Okay. Well, one of them is this summer I've been working on a farm. So that's been six days a week for about two months. Uh, I also am a blogger for a French blog, French music blog called Barbar. Uh, two deadlines a month for that, and I teach piano lessons. And right now, I'm working in a psychologist office, helping with some office work. And I'm releasing an album, planning mm-hmm. a tour. And you sound a lot like me. It's weird. Like we have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like you're kind of like gonna be my best friend or something because <laughs> we have so much in common. We have to talk about it after. You're though. my mentor. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is weird to say. Don't say that again. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, you're planning this tour. What is that like? Um, once you get going, it can be fun once you have a few shows booked. And right now it's great because most of the shows are booked. If it if we don't get any more shows added to the roster, it's okay because we have some really, really great ones planned that I'm looking forward to, like a house concert or two that I'm really excited about because they're just the loveliest. Mm-hmm. And some really nice shows in Toronto and Montreal and Ottawa. And we're opening for metal bands. Oh. (laughs) Stuff like that. Like all kinds of stuff. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. And it'll just be such good practice for us to play the songs every single night. Like I'm so excited to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. When I think of a house party uh, show, it's like an actual house. So it's it's more acoustic. No? It can be. um, be. I think we'll have to set up some sort of a little PA. haven't actually thought about the logistics, but uh, we'll, we haven't decided if we'll be traveling with a drum kit yet. Someone else might be able to provide them for the shows. But yeah, we'll s- probably set up a PA. Mm-hmm. So you'll still have all of the kind of like synth sounds that you've yes. been working? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty okay. integral, I would say, yeah. to have them in there. Mm-hmm. An electric guitar. Yeah, we need yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. And with metal, how did that, how, would, how do you think that's going to work? Oh, I don't know how the audience will react. I kind of sold us as being prog pop to try to f- make it seem like we're more <laughs> in the same. Because <laughs> like, the psychedelic thing we yeah. were saying. Yeah. No. I don't know if they actually listened to the music or not when they booked us, but it's this place called The Asylum in Sudbury, and they were so helpful. I was I was like, last resort, like we need a Sudbury show because it's such a long drive between Thunder Bay and everywhere mm-hmm. else in Toronto. So I was just like, hey, I have this idea, like if on this date, depending what you have going on, if you feel like you would like a prog pop band opening to make it like a very musically varied event, Mm -hmm. maybe it'll work out. And it just turned out that that night there's this band called Red Handed Denial, which is like this UK metal band that has very diverse roots. So they said it might actually be an interesting fit. Interesting. All right. Did you listen to their music? No, I haven't. (laughs) I don't really like metal, but I should check it out. Yeah, why not? I've been actually listening to a lot of metal lately. No not, way. Like a, like a lot. Like I just say that, but like maybe like one or two songs. What but kind of metal? I don't know. Just was on was on my my boyfriend's playlist. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's I think it's maybe it's not even metal. I don't know. Well, um, do you know the band? Nope. Uh, <laughs> we'll listen to some loud stuff on the way to the gym. Loud Get stuff. Up. Yeah. Got it. Loud stuff, and it sounds cool. I don't know if I mean I don't know that band. Whatever. You know what? It's gonna be a show that you're gonna remember, and that's <laughs> all that matters. <laughs> yeah. um, for the better, for the worse, whatever. Yeah. Um. So where can people find you on social media? Um, well, there's Facebook, there is SoundCloud mm-hmm. and Bandcamp. Um, YouTube, we have a brand new music video actually coming out for Total Doom. Just saw it for the first time last night. It oh. just was finished. We haven't released it yet, but 
probably in the next week or two. Okay. Um, we have a few other music videos up on YouTube as well. They're all very campy, I guess. But uh, yeah, some What's of them campy are campy. Mean campy is like like a type of humor that's very like kiddish or something. I don't okay. really like. Um, I don't know. What would be an example of campy? I don't know. <laughs> I just learned what it meant. Um, it's a type of humor, sort of. Okay. So I just Google it uh, for people who are like me and don't know what it means, really. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know what? That just actually just reminded me of a question I wanted to ask you. Why the name Alamod or Alamod? That was a friend of mine's idea. That was my friend, Jen. Um, I was just like, I need a new band name. I used to go from the name under the name Astrogene. Because I would just play with a synth that had like built-in beats and it was all 80s and I would do covers like late, late 90s covers from like my childhood or whatever teenage years and performed under that name and then I started doing the same sort of setup with the like electronic beats and the old synth but with my own songs mm-hmm. and I did that once or twice and it was pretty fun and then I was like I think I need a different name so I was talking to my friend and she suggested that one and it just seemed like a good fit because a lot, a lot. It has a lot of the same um, letters as my name. Okay. Like yeah. Dominique Lemoyne Alamode. There's some similar letters in there. Maybe all the letters. No, not all of them. But anyways, um, and it's just like a nice little phrase. Like it is. Uh, it's like an adjective, but it's like, and it's also bilingual. Yeah. It's completely understandable in English, but it's from a French background, I guess, which is kind of... Which is what you are. Right. Yeah. I never actually thought about it exactly that way, but yeah. That works for you. That's awesome. And food is good. And yeah, uh, who doesn't love ice cream? I don't know. Yeah. I good. don't want to know that person, Yeah, though. no kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I first heard that, I'm like, because Javi means, I was Googling it, it means like she's very stylish. Because um, we asked the mud of French I know I feel like, like that's kind of embarrassing but I guess I gotta just own I it hope, I hope you dress very stylishly or at least I was talking to have you them. seen my pants these are radio pants I like those um, <laughs> pants I think I think I've almost bought that exact pair oh no way. now that I look at those they're very loud floral pin, print skin tight jeans they're pretty ridiculous mm-hmm. I was thinking because and that's also because it means with like with ice cream I wonder if you guys have like an ice cream bar n- next to the stage and everyone and just like promo yeah merch yeah we should just Just like sell ice cream yeah and just like totally like jack up the price and make a profit there you go just like write a la mode in a sharpie on the like a klondike bar yeah or or like uh i don't know about that look like on the packaging oh i see okay or what were you gonna say like get like little bowls and then like write a la mode or have a a la mode stamp on them and then and then they can keep the bowl yeah bring ice cream cream. sell ice cream yeah or just just ice cream bowls and merch and like a spoon (gasps) for ice cream yes yeah (laughs) it'd be so fun i could paint them or something oh that'd be cool oh speaking of merch uh we will have merch available (laughs) that was my segue (laughs) (laughs) very planned (laughs) um one of them is some pins like little uh buttons okay and we, uh, my friend Annalisa made some wooden laser cut uh, fridge magnets that are super beautiful. And there's pie and there's ice cream cones. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Nice. And we have the Alamood logo. And you mentioned something about uh, the heart thing, which I didn't think of the heart pop. Because this logo came from before the heart pop label yeah. came to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, our little logo is like a slice of pie and it, there's a heart on it and some other stuff kind of it's oh, hard to describe and then you can say because because your heart pops yeah oh that's so cool so this we'll is all that. just coming together yeah and the other merch will be t-shirts t-shirts of course i'm just trying to hype the merch i don't have well, no idea why i don't know yet i guess probably 
20 bucks for the shirts. I okay. guess that's normal, 20 or 25 yeah. usually. I'm going to say 20 because okay. I'm cheap and I'm sure other people are too. Yeah, and this is easier to like have a $20 bill than rather than a $20 bill and a $5 bill. True that, true that. But then if they bring more, then they can buy uh, these future spoons that we've now concocted in our Ah, minds. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so and this probably won't be at the, at the show. At the Times Changed Thursday, September 29th. Probably not, but maybe for tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if yeah. anyone from Ontario is listening to U of M <laughs> station... Yeah. Everyone is. Everyone. This is like the most listened to show in the world. Didn't you know that? Oh my gosh! Why didn't you tell me before <laughs> I came? <laughs> I'm sure lots of people are listening. Um, so uh, right, everyone, just let me know if you're listening by uh, tweeting me on uh, Twitter forward slash Ashley Bianyash. And if you know how to spell that, good for you. Uh, or just Google Winnipeg Music Project. That's fine too. That's, I just tell people to look up the Winnipeg Music Project rather than my name because no one knows how to spell my name. Um, so we're going to close with a song uh, called uh, Actually. Nev- oh, yeah. Sorry. I was. Um, let's actually do a French one because we talked about French songs. Yeah, let's do it. Forget yes. this one. So this one is called Ce Sentiment, which means this feeling. And it was sort of inspired by, uh, what's that? By Beach Boy song, uh, Gotta Keep That, what's that song? That's <laughs> that famous Beach Boy good vibrations oh okay because he says like gotta keep this feeling or something and i thought it was a cool idea for a song so i copied his idea his idea you, c- you can do that you can't there's no you Concept. can't copyright ideas so apparently maybe i don't know can you i don't know it's one of the best I'm but sure is it obviously no nah. or is it just like inspired it's like the general sentiment is inspired oh, okay so then the song is singing about about um it's part of the trio of sad summer songs but this one is about more like when you actually feel good and you're like okay i have to remember this feeling of like i'm out in nature with my friends and life is actually amazing and i feel so good i'm like on a high and this is awesome and i gotta remember to remember to feel this way all the time in my life but of course you never do you get back to the city and you get stressed out with life again Mm -hmm, just like toxins and and the gas and stuff i don't know probably yeah probably and yeah, so just like trying to hang on to that feeling is kind of what it's about. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that so much. Um, great. So is there anything that you would like to add or say before we go? Hope to see you guys at the Times and um, hope you guys like the album. And we love you. Are you talking to me? The, uh, sure. Are you talking to uh, the audience? The audience? <laughs> Sorry, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Ashley. <laughs> Sorry. Great, no, it's okay. Uh, this is going to be uh, great. Um, yeah, love I, the listeners, definitely. Yeah, so now we're best friends, everyone. Um, just so you know. Uh, you're going to come back to the show, I hope. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Great. Awesome. Maybe we can bring the whole band, the whole new band. We can all talk. Yeah, that'd be fun. And maybe we pro- promote the tour or something. I don't know. Cool. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. My name is Ashley Bianyaj. This has been Dominique Lemoyne from A La Mode. And now you will be listening to Ce Sentiment. Yes. Je dois garder ce je dois garder ce sentiment, 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 je dois garder ce sentiment.
Je dois garder ce sentiment Je dois garder ce sentiment